Classes in Session. It's your host, Aaron Paxton Arnold, host of the Real Morning Wood Pie. Shows a combination of stupidity mixed with sophistication. So we will interview your favorite Hollywood star to your favorite uh, tech guru to you know even uh, you know your favorite cannabis or weed dealer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, check out this interview, man, Rodney Williams, who is founder of CEO uh, L- Listener or L I S N R. Uh, just raised ten million dollars in funding um, for his, you know, most recent round of funding. The, the brother's been in everything from Ad Age Top Forty Under Forty to CNBC, uh, HBCU, Howard grad. So, man, check out the interview. We had a great time with it, and uh, hopefully, you guys are inspired, entertained, and uh, yeah, we in here. The Real Morning Wood. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram, The Real Morning Wood Pod, and uh, man, classes in session, baby. You know, I know you have this dope company, uh, LISNR. Um, just like, what does that mean? What does that stand for? Well, uh, it's, 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 you know, it just means listener. Uh, uh, dope. The basics of our technology. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Yeah, the, the basics of, of the technology is, 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 is listens for our smartphones. And, and our smartphones are, are just audio that you can't hear. Um, hence the name listener. Okay. But within those uh, within those smart tones, uh, we had the ability to hide data and transmit data. So we were actually sending data over uh, inaudible audio that could then connect to devices, essentially. Gotcha. And any uh, any any device enabled with listener essentially can hear listener and, okay. and then have a response. So, Rodney, when I first hear you talk about that, like, I always think about, like, the, uh, what is it, the dog whistles that they have, and where you could blow the whistles or whatever, yeah. but you can't hear anything. So, in, in yeah, layman's like, time, I'm sorry, go ahead. So, I used to call, we used to call it a smart dog whistle. <laughs> okay. But, so, I, I always joke, you know. You know, can can anyone explain Bluetooth or Wi-Fi? But right. it's something that you can't see, you can't hear, you can't taste, you can't smell. But it transmits data. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's uh, very similar in nature. It's just that this is audio based. Right. Okay. All right. See, I, I, I I'm not that dumb. Then I'm actually kind of intelligent. <laughs> not as <laughs> not as smart as Rodney Williams, though. But uh, so I'm looking. You know, I'm on your website. You know, I'm looking at your team. Um, it's pretty diverse, uh, you know, as far as men, women, and so forth. Um, but as I look at the the, hier- the hierarchy, obviously, you are the founder and CEO of Listener, and you are a young African-American male. Um, like, what is, what is the dynamic as far as, you know, you ha- I'm looking at your team. You even have people that are, you know, seemingly older than you um, that are working for you. Like, what is that like I mean are there any challenges uh, or do people look at you like ah oh, he's young I shouldn't have to answer to him or is it just the synergy natural just because of the results that you've gotten so far well I mean I think you know I think every I think number one I think these are the, the talent that I've recruited the talent that believe in, in myself and believe in the vision so I think number one um, that that's the approach that you should take um, when you're building a company. Uh, so, you know, these recommendations, these weren't recommendations from an investor or some outside party. These were these are my people that believe in, in our dreams. So, um, and I think, 
I think you, you, you know, if you want to be a leader at any organization, before you probably, from a society standpoint, think you should be, I think you have to be <laughs> ready to hire people that are significantly better than you.、Mm. Um, and that's completely understandable. I'm not trying to build a company that looks like a bunch of Rodneys. I'm looking you know, to, to build a company that's filled with people that are great at things that I'm bad at. Right. And, and, and then some of those people, and,、uh, and that's kind of how we're going to continue to grow. So,、um, you know, internally, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have that because as long as we still got that purpose and goal, definitely. I think, you know, I think, think investor wise and sometimes advocacy wise, do I have challenges with、um, uh, those individuals helping me be a better leader? Oh, significantly, right?、Mm-hmm. I think that the quick answer that everybody has is.、Uh, Let's just put someone there who's done it before. And,、um, and, and, and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. I think what's, what's important is that、uh, it's, it's important that we all kind of help each other, build each other, and grow further. But oh, it's an it's a ongoing challenge, and I face it each and every day. Man, listen, at age top 40, under 40, you have. Well, you、uh, got four degrees by 24. Like, how, how does one even accomplish that, bro?、Uh, well, you know, interesting. You know, I, I kind of figured that I was going to be here, and,、um, and a lot of people didn't understand that. And I, I really couldn't understand it, to be honest. But what I did know is that I needed as much education as possible to prepare myself. And, and, and I knew that I was going to be. Thrown and experienced in positions well before my time. Right. And I needed a solid foundation. So, and I, I, I mean, I, when I went after those degrees, they're very, very, but they're all about running a business in, in, a, in a very smart way. One degree was a finance degree, one was an economics, one was a master's in marketing, one was a, an MBA in supply chain management. All of these things are, are things that were important. And continue to be important today. Right.、Um, so and, t- and, take me back to, like, because you mentioned those four degrees, and they all, you know, they all create great synergy from a skill set as far as what you do now. But take me back to 17. And the reason why I ask you this is because I speak to a lot of high school kids, I even speak to a lot of college kids, and so many of them just have no clue. You know what they want to do、uh, or what their degree is going to be used for, and so forth. So, how did did you know, you know, at 17, 18, before you went to school, that like you were going to get these four degrees and these four degrees were going to help you, you know, get to the point where you're at now? No, but I think people complicate themselves. You know,、mm. people are always trying to find a, a purpose and trying to understand what they should do. And I think it, we should be a lot simpler than that, you know. I, the way I picked my major is I, I looked at top grad, because I was going to school to make money <laughs> and to have a job. Right.、And、that's simply what I went to school for. So, with that said, is I went to look at like top salary post undergraduate education.、Mm. And I remember it was, you know, engineering, it was an accountant, and, and then it was like finance degree. And I was like, and, and then it was, you know, and so I, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't like engineering, so I cut that off.、Mm. I didn't like,、uh, I thought accounting was a little bit too focused for me. But then I saw finance, and then right after that was like economics. And I was like, you know what? I can't fall too deep down this list.、Uh, so 
that's how I picked my first major, which was finance. Uh, when I, you know, when I added on economics, you know, finance was out of the school of business, economics was out of the school of arts, uh, liberal arts. It was about that. That degree was one of the degrees that were that could, uh, what I would call, make me a. My goal was if I can do those two degrees at the same time in the same amount of years, maybe I can be more competitive than the person next to me that was graduating with the same degree as I. Right. Um, right. And it was a competitive. It was a competitive move. That's all it was. Gotcha. Uh, and, it, and it did well. Now you said something that is so uh, key, and I wanted to ask. I want to ask if you still feel this way. You said, you know, when you were looking at majors, you went to college basically to get a job and make money, which is what pretty much we all go to college for. At least that's what we're taught the purpose of going to college is. Um, But how important is it to chase money versus to chase your dream? You know, I think your dream has nothing to do with college or money. Mm. So separate the two. All right, and I add that again. We 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 crowd the wrong thing, you know. Um, I just think they're separate. I just think they're separate. You know, if I was to, if you, if you wanted to understand my dream, my dream, my purpose, I, I wanted to, I wanted to to be a leader. Like I, I wanted to inspire people and in crowds. I wanted to create things. I'm a creator. I'm a natural creator. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had companies and ideas and building things for a very long age. That was my dream, and but that's completely separate than college. What college is is a utility tool to, to help me attain that dream, to, to to help me become a better person in society, and, and help me have some stability in, in the life that I'm trying to live. That's what college is about, yep. in my opinion. You know, I think, and uh, I think when you when you just when you know think about all the jobs that you have that you may not like. <laughs> right. May not want to do if I, you know, it's because it's, it's a job. Right. All jobs ain't your dream job. Right. You know, there were two different things. Right. Now, so, Rodney, I always say like, you know, there's a difference between a job and career, and I always equate it to like, I started working working at 12 years old as a bagger at a grocery store. That was a job, but I knew it wouldn't be my career. How do you? What do you say yeah. to? And you kind of were touching on it. What do you say to those people that, you know, they're in school or maybe they're not in school, but they're like, I want to get a job after college. And I'm like, it's not hard to get a job, but what do you want to do with your career? Like, what do you tell those students or professionals uh, what, the, what the difference is and how to go about doing it? Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's about the, the means going in and it's a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, college was, uh, was a step, and a, a, you know, and, and then it was a job, and, and then and then I like to think then it was a dream job, and then it was my career. I I, I like to think that um, kind of process. And I knew I needed to differentiate myself with education, so I did a lot of it. I think that I automatically I really wanted to be a leader at an organization, so I, I picked the degrees that then helped me to do that. Um, I got my first job, which was a good job, and again, um, it was to help me get my dream job. Right mm-hmm. or my to, to what I would call the better job, and then <laughs> and then you start to embark on, on on whatever you think your career is. But you know, now that I look back at it, I think my career probably started when I was, when I started school. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Um, and it's and it's about 
when what are you going to be remembered as, right? And, 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 and when you look at the lifespan of your career, it doesn't tell a story. Um, right, and, and you preaching. And, you preaching. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it should probably tell a story. Absolutely. Wow. So you're from Cincinnati. Um, I mean, you're not from Silicon Valley. You know, none of the. Wait, tip- wait, 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 wait. I got a double check. I live in Cincinnati most of the time, but I'm originally from Baltimore. That's even better. So, I have to, I have to <laughs> so you, <laughs> Cincinnati to Baltimore. I mean, your whole journey, your whole experience is so unorthodox and. Um, you know, especially when you talk about just in our community as African-Americans, you know, like there's still this huge, uh, you know, technology divide and gap uh, as it relates to, you know, sometimes other ethnicities or other cultures. Like what, I mean, just tell me, like, how did you get here? Because if I was to put on paper, you know, Cincinnati, Baltimore, uh, you know, black kid, whatever, no one would, would put together, you know, CEO of Listener, uh, a guy that just, you know, that raised $10 million, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, how did that, how does that all come together? Like, was it your parents? Was it something that you saw early as a kid? No, you know, I think it's, 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 a, it's a collection. It's the sum of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, yeah, there were there were some unique moments that happened in my life that that, that were defining moments, right? I, I, I played ball. So I had an opportunity to go to a private school in Baltimore. Mm. And I saw people owning things. I saw, hmm. I saw, you know, I'd be like, what's your dad, what does your dad do? And he'd be like, well, you know, he owns all the royal farms. And I'd be like, what? Like, wow. <laughs> um, and and, and I, I, got, I got a chance to, to meet owners, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a defining moment. And uh, my, my parents were owners in their own right. So, so, okay. um, I think as I went to school, um, I wanted to be. How do I get there? How do I? How do I? How do I get to that level of leadership at a company? I think, um, you know, I challenge myself, and I think it's important to challenge yourself, and not challenge yourself to prove a point to someone else, but to prove a point to yourself. So when I, you know, when I did the two degrees and I did it well and I graduated, when I did two more and I did it well and I graduated, all I'm doing is continuing to build this confidence and this self-actualization. And I think you need to to do some things that are pretty impossible. And before I knew it, you know, I was no longer, um, I was no longer inspired by what I heard in the rap song or what I read hmm. in the article. I, I, no, I no longer cared. I was inspired by what I saw in the mirror. Right. And, uh, and, I, and, I, used to, and I would tell people like, you know, I, unfortunately, thank you, and I, but I believe in me way before you believe in me. Mm. Um, and what, you got to understand what I'm doing right there. I'm holding on to, to, to my gift and my power. And as long as you have that, I think you can do whatever you want. I think it's completely impossible. So, you know, when, when it was time to go to pick up and, you know, travel to Cincinnati, I never had traveled to Cincinnati. I did it. You know, I, when, you know, when you're an intern, you got the Harvard and the MIT interns and everyone's all nervous. And you got this kid from Howard that's from Baltimore that doesn't have what they have. No, so what? Shout out to Howard, the MEAC. Exactly. So I think you continue to do those things. And, and then and nothing's changed. When it was time to raise a round of funding for taking ideas to the market, show up in Silicon Valley and say, who are you? It was more so about, like, you guys have been waiting for me. So, mm. 
That's I'm real. Dead. That's real. Um, one of the things that you talked about or that you just kind of alluded to, um, you were just like, I wasn't inspired by, you know, what was in rap songs, you know, but what by but what I saw in the mirror. And so I remember when I had a moment when I spoke to these kids, these fifth graders, and, you know, all of them were kids of color and they were at this quote unquote at risk school and all they wanted to be was rappers or athletes, and that's simply because those were the only images or positive images of black men and women for that matter that they had seen. So how do you, in your position, what do, what do you do to dispel some of those myths and show these kids and adults for that matter that we are greater than what is sometimes portrayed in mainstream media? You know. Um, no, I, I think, I think, I, you know, I, I, I could go on a tangent, but I mean, yeah, can, can, you, can you show a kid that you can be rich or you can be successful doing other things, that's, that's kid, but I also think it's about what our culture teaches our kids, right? Mm-hmm. And outside of the fact that we teach them or they, they can see if they can be a football player. We, the only other thing that we tell them is that if they go to school, they can, you know, and be a lawyer or a doctor or engineer, they can be we don't, That's all we tell them. And, and, and you got to understand, and in and, and, and the school world, it's always, we're telling them, we're encouraging them to work for someone else. We're hmm. encouraging them to be a part of the system. Right. And then, and then in, the, in, the, in the basketball and sports world, entertainment world, we're still encouraging them to be a part of a system but we're, 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 it's a lot of individual, um, it's a lot of individuality within that system. So I personally think that's why you get they gravitate towards that system. Mm-hmm. But our culture is teaching our kids to just be in a system. Right. You know, when I get a chance to have kids, that's not going to be my, my my discussion. I'm going to teach them to be builders and to create and to and to bring to life the, the ideas that they have in their head and the passions and. And, and that may or may not include technology but right. you know I, I don't want to hear about you know like yeah it's great to create an album but like I, can you create the next streaming service that's designed for you like uh, or you know you're in WhatsApp but like why couldn't someone have someone, someone, you know create the next Snapchat right talk to me about right um, so, um, but not think about some of these the younger kids. I think it's the I forgot her name, but you know she's all over the news because she created her own lemonade and now yep. it's Whole Foods. And yeah, she just young, did a deal with Whole the Foods. Young boy who did the, the bow tie. Yep. It's not that we don't not that we don't have ideas. I think we need to encourage kids and the people that look up to us to continue to do things like that. Absolutely, I have to uh, shout out to those young entrepreneurs. Not mad at that. Um, so let me let me just get a little kind of silly or ignorant for you with you. You went to Howard University. Um, and so it's just so interesting because nowadays when I look at the landscape, uh, you know, I know growing up, like you said, rappers, athletes, you even had people that were like, you know, maybe doctors or other people that were considered cool, but you know, the, the tech guys were considered the nerds. Now, like, you know, you talk to a lot of women, every woman wants to date like a guy that's in tech. You know, because you guys are now like the cool dudes. Um, so, like, do you just wake up sometimes and just you think about like maybe there's this girl that said you weren't cool, or somebody, a crew of people that said like, ah, he's a nerd, he's lame. 
Do you just think about that sometimes and then kind of just look at yourself like, yeah, um, <laughs> I proved them wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You hesitated for a second like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, because the, the, the real answer is I've always been cool. Ah, <laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you know, I think I've always been cool. Like, okay. yeah, and what I mean by that is, you know, cool is just a perception. Yeah. And, and somebody else is cool or someone else is lame. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that's, you know, you got to understand like, where I came. I mean, I, I, you know, I grew up in Baltimore. I, I grew up around a very, very urban environment, very, very comfortable. And I was able to go in any environment to be comfortable. Right. I'm cool in every environment. You know, so cool. And so just because I was also cool with the nerds and I was personally also also cool with some of the street guys and I was an athlete. I played football in college. I ran track. I was also cool with the athletes. Which I was cool completely. Now, I'm going to tell you like this. I definitely remember a time where I made females very, very uncomfortable. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was very, very different right. than the type. That, that they was interested in. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, eventually that all changes. And yep. things change, right? Eventually, you know, eventually, uh, you know, yeah. by the time we're at my age, a lot of those football players ain't playing football no more. <laughs> That's by real. Time, by the time you're my age, the per, if, that, if that promoter didn't start a club, he's no longer promoting. Hey, can you repeat that again? Um, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're my age, that promoter, Thank you. promoter is not promoting. Hopefully, he got a club. Right, and classes then, and sessions. You know, and, 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 no, and no offense to the Greek guys, the Greek guys, because granted, they were, they, were, they were the creme de la creme of the, of, the, of the school program, but that's an afterthought when you're at the level of leadership that we are at, right? It is. Now, I'm so, going to admit, I did play. Okay. I went to, you know, I went to FAM. I did pledge, but I will say this. I still see a lot of people that, uh, are, are holding on to what was versus creating what is. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, tell, you know that's that's the that's the that's the difference, right? That is the difference. Absolutely. And someone who is innovating, creating value for him and himself, his family, his friends, okay? creating value but not holding on to value you already have. Yep. Okay. You you already pledge. You already embody that organization. You need to embody your next. You Absolutely. You, to, you know what I mean? So those are the things that I think people get stuck on. Absolutely. So, um, you know, the title of this, you know, podcast, this show is called, uh, you know, The Real Morning Woods. So our previous guest, Lamora Morris, he's, you know, a star of New Girl, which is on Fox. He's one of the co-stars in Barbershop. And we just did something really silly with him. But uh, we we gave out, like, the D's Nuts Award. And, you know, that comes from, you know, uh, the chronic with Snoop and all that other stuff. And so pretty much like we gave it out to like Donald Trump, uh, D'Angelo, uh, what's his name? What's D'Angelo's, D'Angelo Russell, anything like that. So is there, is there just like anybody out there that you just like, I don't know, they might just be a hater. They might just be bad for society. Somebody that you just like, <laughs> they, they could just get the D's Nuts Award. Like who who could we give that to? The D's Nuts Award. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, I'm not really a controversial type of person. That would be a lie. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
award. Yeah, I mean, it could be anybody, man. You know, like, like I'm, a, I'm not, I'll be real with you. Like, I had this girl hit me a couple years ago, and she was like, Aaron, if I had known how you were going to turn out, I would have got with you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to speak. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail, but when, you know, when I look at the type of news that she dealt with, you know, they probably all locked up or dead now. You know, she was into the into the D boys. Yeah. So I had to give her the, you know, the these nuts. Cause I'm like, really? That's just. You look, she lacked vision. <laughs> she lacked vision. So, you know, that's just kind of where the premise is coming from. But, uh, but yeah. So I mean, is there, is there, is there anything anybody you could think about? We don't have to say names. You have to say names. Man. We don't want we don't want to get sued. <laughs> so let oh, me man. let me ask you this because now I do understand you're Go in ahead. the position you're in, so we don't want you to be too too controversial. Um, but yeah. tell me when you had like that. I always say that Kanye graduation moment where you just knew like this is gonna work. You know, through all the struggle, through all the kind of doubters, through all the people that said no. Like, when was that moment where you were just like, okay, basically, fuck it. I know I'm, I know I'm destined to do what I'm supposed to do. Well, you know, I think, I think, I think those moments should happen every day, right? Mm, so, well said. Well, I, like, I think they should happen every day. Every day, it's, it's not easy, right? You get more no's, people, so the... The, the moments happen every day. I do think um, there was a moment when I smiled a little bit harder than I normally smile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is not like, oh, the Kanye West graduation moment. I'm going to have one Kanye West moment ever in my life. And it's going to be so big. Like, <laughs> and and that, 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 that hasn't happened yet. Until then, I can enjoy a smile. And it was when we, when we closed our... Uh, our round, our ten million dollar round. I, you know, I had it was it was difficult. Congratulations to that. We gotta that. clap it up for you on that one. That's that's big, bro. Thank you. Uh, took a lot, took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had people betting that it wasn't going to happen. There was a group of people. I had even investors that did not think it was going to happen, and uh, just because of how complicated it, it started to get, but. Despite that, um, it happened. And uh, my, my, my lawyer afterwards, he always said, he said, you know, this was almost a deal that was never going to happen, hmm. but it did. Um, and not that the company wasn't had the demand for it, not that people didn't want to make it happen, it's just that you had a lot against you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the outcome was the right outcome. So it was, it was good for that to happen. Right. So we got uh, two minutes left. Um, how how important is faith? Like, what does faith mean to you? That word. Yeah. What does faith mean? Faith is. You know, it's just, I. I again, I'm a man of simplicity, and I'm a man of things, and I think there's things that can equate to faith. If I was going to define it. But I think it starts with um, appreciation for for everything. Absolutely. Um, I think it's being open to everything, being open to learning, being open to change, being open to the difference. 
being open to being wrong, being open to being right. Hmm. And I think, um, I think it's also, it's also um, where you get the power from. Mm. I think even, 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 even if you really dive into faith and love and power and all of those things, all of the, uh, all of the religions in the world would say and point that it should be in you. And you should walk around with that power. Remember, there's a quote that also says, church is in your heart, right? Hmm. That's real. um, That's real. Church is in your heart, right? So, when you ask me about faith, you know, it's like taking those things and, and waking up in the mirror and, and being happy for what I see. That, that's what it means. Wow, that's powerful. Bro, we're going to end it on that, man. I, I, I appreciate your time. Uh, of course, I will send it to you when it's done and edited, and we'll, we'll make sure that we get it out to the masses. Uh, I'm truly inspired. It, I'm not inspired by too many people. Uh, because it's my job sometimes to inspire but uh, I thank you and I thank God for people like you because you are definitely changing the world uh, and you're definitely changing the landscape and the fabric of what and how people perceive us in particular as far as men of color so bruh class was in session I appreciate it and uh, you know we'll definitely be in touch man I appreciate it definitely All right, bro. Nah, definitely thank you thank you alright no doubt we'll, be, we'll definitely be in touch up and looks my way the kids run in and ruin my day